Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Jason David Frank, and you're listening to the Geekcast Radio Network. December 26th, 2015. I promised everyone that From the Command Center was coming back. It's been three years and two days since I released that content update. Well, folks, it's finally happening. From the Command Center will be coming back. And crossing over with the pull bag as we cover the Boom Studios Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ongoing series. Since that initial content update where I announced that we would be doing this, I have read through Shattered Grid. So I've read from issue 0 to issue 30 and then Shattered Grid number 1, which was the finale. Kyle Higgins' run on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Boom Studios. We will be covering them in trade paperback form, collected editions, uh, I'm not sure just yet if Scotty and Spada will be joining me. Hopefully Scotty will. Um, not sure about Spada. I hope he can. I hope he will. But we are coming back <coughs> in 2019. And here is a teaser for you as Steve Megatron and I reviewed Saban's Power Rangers Soul of the Dragon Written by Kyle Higgins, this is a one-shot story. Enjoy, everyone, and may the power protect you. We'll see you in 2019, because March is Mighty Morphin March. Hi, this is Kyle Higgins, and you're listening to the Geek Cats Radio Network. Hello, and welcome to The Pull Bag. This is episode 335, kicking off the new year. 2019 is here. I am, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me for... I don't even remember the last time he was on. Uh, Steve Megatron is the first uh, co-host of 2019. Hello, sir. Jello. Jello. And uh, what better way to kick off our Power Rangers coverage than with the original graphic novel written by Kyle Higgins, Power Rangers Soul of the Dragon. Uh, for those that have been living under a command center rock, Kyle Higgins wrote the first 30 issues of uh, Boom Studios, uh, Savannah's Power Rangers, uh, all the way up through the Shattered Grid event, uh, and then he moved on to other things. I think, I think he's writing Bucky for Marvel. I'm not sure. I I I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but yes, Power Rangers, Soul of the Dragon, I've actually, I, I've told this story before, I think March of last year in 2018, 
I went through and bought as many as I could available. Uh, the first four or five trades of the Boom Studios Power Rangers main comic ongoing, and I read through them within a whole weekend. All three or four or five or whatever it was, and damn. The, what Boom Studios is doing is exactly what Power Rangers fans have wanted for decades at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old Man Tommy. Yeah, with this. Yeah, we get Old Man Tommy with this. Power Rangers Soul, the dragon. Um, as I said, uh, creative on this is Kyle Higgins as writer, Giuseppe Cafaro on illustrations, and Marcelo Costa is the colorist. Ed Dukeshire is the letterer, and the cover was done by Nick Robles. I assume I'm saying that name correctly. We butcher a lot of names around here inside the pull bag. And obviously, special consultant, Jason David Frank. Because, you know, JDF needs to, you know... Who knows a role better than the man himself? Exactly, yeah. I mean, he's kind of taken the role and not really... Well, he made it his own, but past the time that he was on television 26 years ago, with Boom Studios doing the um, the Power Rangers comics now, um, it's Tommy Oliver has really grown in the last 26 years. So when you first heard about this, I assume it was because of me. I could be wrong, but what were your initial thoughts after? hearing about this story that was coming at the time. Uh, I liked the art. Mm-hmm. Because you got almost the old man Logan vibe out of him. Oh, yeah. And then, but you had all five of his his power suits. Yep. The uh, uh, Some of the interesting twists in the beginning of it, though, were, were what threw me when I actually started reading. Yeah. Yeah, this... I was... Not sure where this was going, but I absolutely love where it went. I think it's an amazing story, and it's a story that has been, I don't want to say needed to have been told, but um, when a writer or when a creator has a thing that they want to do, and the powers that be say, yeah, sure, go for it, kind of a thing, and I don't know how much free reign... Kyle had on this for the writing of the story or anything, I assume, enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was so, so fun. I love Giuseppe's art in this. Um, the story uh, is, it starts off with Tommy and Catherine at a party. Um, they're married, I assume, uh, together, dating, whatever, and they have a child together, so... They were married. They were married, uh, but they probably aren't now. Um, I'll say this with the art. The the party, Tommy, at in the beginning of this, I love the look. They, they kind of changed the way the beard looks in the car scenes with, with Catherine and the other cat. It's not exactly my favorite, but other than that, it, 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 it's still all good. Um... The basic story is is that Tommy has to save his son 
Um, but Tommy himself is is having a bunch of back problems. He has you know implants and things like that, and cybernetic implants because yeah. he's he was um, ravaged in battle mm-hmm. as his Green Ranger. Yep. Man, that dragon which unfortunately awesome. damaged his. Morpher. I said, which unfortunately damaged his morpher. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Yep. Um, I like that they can tell this story years in the future, and you know Tommy is still around, and and all of this, and I like that they're able to do this. I think this is really really cool. Um, I love how they work in the Master Morpher from uh, the not Shattered Grid. Um, the most recent uh, Power Rangers crossover. Yes. Uh, Dimension in Danger. Um, I love that. I think that's super cool. <laughs> I And it could only be Tommy that would have something like that. Because he's been a ranger so long, as you already said. He has at least five different ranger power sets. Um... And being able to switch between them all, even though in this story you can only use them once. Um, very, very cool, very interesting. Well, what was great about it was, um, the unfortunate part was, once he used it, he was done. Yeah. With that, with that, um, that ranger power. Um, yeah. Because the Master Morpher was damaged. Um, and he wasn't able to quick change between multiples. And so he had to go in the... Uh, basically a straight order, which was the reverse order. And started out with the, the black Dino Ranger. Yep. And then went to Turbo, which is funny because he didn't keep that power, so it's funny that that was included and he didn't use it in the show. Um, probably because he didn't keep that power originally. But, yeah. Um, but still, it, it served its purpose. And then he had the Zeo... Um, and then went to the White Tiger, and then ultimately passed the Green Ranger to his son. Yep. Which was epic. Yeah, it was. It has a very... <clears throat> as the story progresses through and Tommy meets up with this character, we learn that J.J., his son, who I believe is either was in the current one of the series, whatever the current, not Beast Morphers, because that's coming out next month, um, uh, whatever the current thing is, Super Dragon Force or something. I'm s- I don't. I'm, I'm not so even. out of. Yeah, I'm so out of the Power Rangers television thing. Like, I don't even remember what. Oh, I think it's Super Ninja Steel or something or other. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong again. Sorry, folks. I'm not. Uh, not. Unless it's the like you said the the anniversary episode the reunion episode kind of thing I have not watched any new Power Rangers shows since I think Super Samurai was the last full show I watched. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So we have JJ, his son, kind of going undercover to figure out all this stuff, and we meet up with um, Anara, who apparently is a friend of his son, JJ, and 
I don't know. I kind of get a Mad Max vibe off these these two. Like, in, you know, they're traveling across to find the kid and whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's just because the art colors and everything else. Like, when they're in the car. Um, and, uh, you know, li li like you said, you know, you've, you know, you've got him trying to save his son. And you've got SPD involved because JJ was a part of SPD. I just think this story is is so interesting, and it is fun, but it's also fitting twenty at the time when it was probably written twenty five years of character history into one story because this is not this is a, like I said this is an original graphic novel. This really isn't this is set in the future. It's not tied into the. Uh, storylines in the main ongoing from Boom Studios. It's basically a one-shot. And I love it when one-shot stories can exist and tell a story that we would have never seen before and you still have the what, what, whatever's going on in the, the main ongoing part of that comic series. Um, so basically... We track AJ down, or not AJ, JJ, I should say. Not where the hell did I get AJ? This is not WWE. It's not AJ Styles over here. Um, and they go through, and they have to talk to all these unreputable, disreputable people, and criminals, and monsters, and Tommy has you know flashbacks and all of this. The one thing I did love about the art is, as you said, when the the morphing happens and you go through each suit, um, I love how the art depicts all the all the suits. I think that's super super cool. Um, I love Kyle's writing because Kyle always finds a way to make it seem like this is a story that we should have been able to watch on television 25 years ago. Yeah, it's it's rather interesting how the whole story progressed. I did like that they worked in Finster and uh, uh, into the storyline, and uh, I completely forgot who the heck Scorpina was. <laughs> I, I recognized <clears throat> her immediately. I'm like, hey, I know that lady. Um, and I like that because this is a future story that they still use past characters, but they're not reliant on Rita or Zed kind of a thing. Um, and you said earlier that Tommy, yeah, you're right. Tommy didn't have the turbo powers all that, uh, long, but he did have them because uh, say what you will, say what anyone will. Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, does count as part of continuity. No, it does, but he yeah. still handed the powers off. Yeah, true. But he, that ranger also became a Blue Ranger for what space or something? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> TJ became mm -hmm. the Blue Space Ranger afterwards because Andros was the Red Space Ranger at the time. So we get, you know, his son and him and whatever battling these people as, as he's, you know, losing the uh, uh, red turbo power. Um, he has more back problems with his, uh, his cybernetic implants. And um, 
I, I just think that this is it's a Power Rangers murder mystery kind of thing, even though he's not out solving a murder. Like you said earlier, you know, going back and seeing Finster and learning all that kind of, you know, history thing and, and all of that and just trying to figure <clears throat> out the mystery of what's going on with his kid. Um, and how, you know, anyone, well, anyone our age goes back and watches the old Power Ranger series, their first Mighty Morphin series, and you just assume that Finster is just, you know, this bumbling lackey of Rita's, and that's not the case. I mean, yeah, he was her monster maker and everything else, but he was also a very trusted uh, ally of hers, and, you know, what they set up here with him saying, oh, after the Zordon wave, and after this, and after that, and whatever... Um, I love that. I love that part of the story. I think that's super fun and cool. And like you said, it's nice to see them weaving in the history at the same time telling a completely new story. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was totally, um, totally different. Like what they, they did with the story, which was cool. Um, I hated to see the powers go, but I did like how uh, JJ was able to have basically an updated version of the Green Ranger with the uh, the chest armor piece. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. The reveal of Scorpino was amazing, where JJ's like, Dad, the witch isn't Rita. No. <laughs> I thought that was super cool. And the reason why I always remember Scorpina is even though she wasn't... She was in the majority of the first and maybe even the second seasons of Mighty Morphin, but she's always the the female version of Goldar a lot of the time. Um, And what Kyle has done with her here uh, is very cool. Like I said, not just relying on on the old standbys of Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa and all that. I never thought this would happen. Um, but I actually cried when they found Finster dead. Just a little bit. I, I didn't, but it was interesting that he <clears throat> resurrected himself in a sense. Mm-hmm. In his um, in his clay form, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it was just sad when it started dripping away. Yeah, that was the the uh, the sad part. I was and like, again, no. Yeah. And again, like I said, as we're going through this, we learn the history of of what has happened over the years to Scorpina and whatever. We do see a shot of Zed and Rita. Um, and I think that, you know, this is a story that, that any Power Rangers fan can come to and really appreciate it because it is anything to do with Tommy Oliver. It's a love letter to the franchise. Uh, no cat, leave us alone. Um, it's one of those things where he is the the ultimate Power Ranger. He's, you know, 
five different suits over 26 years of, of continuity. Um, you know. And they, they come up with this plan to stop Scorpina, and I, I love JJ, where he's like, well, finally, I've had her talking for like five minutes. Like, it's about time. <laughs> Do your job, Tommy. <laughs> and then she finally was like, wait, what? Yep. Exactly. Um, and like you said, uh, you know, the, the white powers fade and he passes the, the, the green ranger power onto JJ and JJ is the, the new green SPD ranger, um, coming up in the, uh, in the next story or whatever kind of thing. And it's much like um it's almost as if JJ using the power is like com- it, it's like the old days when Tommy would take off the shield and tr- like transfer it to Jason mm-hmm. so you'd have the red ranger with the gold shield kind of thing it's it's that kind of kind of deal and by the end of it you know the whole family you know reunites and hugs it out and and all of that and um I do love Tommy's uh final words here. Uh you know, in all seriousness, uh it's fitting. I've defined myself for so long with being a ranger, but the future is in good hands. We hope so. And you know, we have all that going on. Um And it's a nice little passing of the torch kind of thing. I love seeing the designs at the end of the book. I think that's super cool. Um, I love that they give you a preview of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Volume 1. Because if you have not read any of Boom Studios uh, Power Rangers stuff, folks, you really should. It's so good. It really, really is. Um... Soul of the Dragon, I wasn't sure, even when I read the synopsis, I knew what it was going to be about, but I wasn't sure how the story was going to be told, and now that I've read it and absolutely love it, I this is easily one of the best comic issues of 2018 for me, if I was making a list of, of top uh, comics that released in 2018. Any uh, any other thoughts on your end? Any anything you kind of just felt iffy about on it, or is it all good? It was good. I just wish that they would have been able to res- like at least have some kind of a hint that he got to keep at least one power. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, we almost you know grow old at some point, and <laughs> quite literally grow up. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's supposed to you know be the be the ultimate ranger forever so and he will be and i'm sure people will tell other stories with him now i have i'll say this folks i have read up to issue 30 and the shattered glass number one uh kind of finale for the i've read the first 
<clears throat> part of the Power Rangers comics from Boom Studios. I have not read anything from the Beyond the Grid storyline, which is after Shatter the Grid. Um, but I just love that Boom Studios has the Rangers license, and they're doing these stories. I think it's super fun, super cool, and it's what we've wanted for so long. I remember when we first started podcasting almost ten years ago now, and it's like, hmm... We want a more serious Power Rangers with Tommy Oliver and his powers. Well, ten years later, boom, here you go. That's what you get. A cool story. A story of the character of Tommy, you know, coming to the realization that he needs to redefine himself after all this time. And basically coming to the point of acceptance and saying, hey... You know, I had my time, but, you know, now it's time for my son to shine as, as the new era of of Power Ranger. So, I hope Kyle does come back to the series. I hope he has some sort of kick-ass idea rolling around in his head that he wants to eventually come back and tell on the Boom Studios stuff. Um, we will be doing more Power Rangers uh, reviews here inside the pull bag coming up in Mighty Morphin March of 2019. We've got issues episodes 341 to 345, which are the first five volumes of the main ongoing series from Boom Studios. Uh, other things coming up in the new year, folks, um, I'm not sure. Uh, we've got, uh, Venomverse is, we've got Venomverse and Venomized, so that'll be two trades, one podcast with Ryan and I. Um, Joe Reed and I will finally get around to be, to doing TMNT Ghostbusters 2. Uh, since it's January, Beatles Diva and I are gonna get political with, uh, Daveocracy from IDW. I'll... If people haven't read Dave and Dave 2, please go do that. It's written by Ryan Ferrier. It's about this future. You'd actually like it. I'll have to send you the links to it. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man, Red Goblin, the final storyline for Dan Slott. And then in February, we've got two uh, gem issues that we'll be, we'll, we'll be doing for episodes. Uh, Soul of the Dragon... Zero to five star rating from the GCRN Universal Rating System. I give it a four and a half. What about you? I would give it the same. I I really enjoyed this story. It was original and it, it kind of fit that um, fit that role that it, it kept everybody pretty much true to form and yeah. uh, it kind of told the next iteration of. Uh, the Power Rangers franchise, like, years later. Yep, absolutely. So, I think that's going to do it for us, folks. We hope you jump on board the pull bag, come on inside and listen in as we read some comics and talk about some comics and all that good stuff. 2018 was, wow, it was a year, folks. Um... There was a lot of of coverage that we did last year, and I've been trying to basically do the pull bag year five in review kind of thing on the Facebook page for the pull bag, where I basically relink all of the 
starting in January of last year, uh, all the way up to the last week of December, uh, just relinking each episode and seeing, you know, who goes back to what to listen. But we've got huge things planned for 2019. What I've already told you about January and February and even Mighty Morphin March is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. Um, we are eventually this year at some point going to be getting to all three volumes of Batman Nightfall. Now, the only thing I know about that story is that that's where Bruce gets his back broken by Bane. I, I read all that when it was new. Right. See, I have not. It was great. Yeah, so we'll be doing that. Uh, we will be covering uh, more TMNT stuff, uh, more Transformers stuff. Um, hoping to get to the last uh, trade for I Hate Fairyland with Comic Revolt Dan and I. Um, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in 2019 for the pull bag. Thank you to everyone who has stuck with us over the last five and a half, almost six years. Um <coughs> I know it's not everything that everyone wants to listen to, but we find franchises and stories that we want to talk about, and that was the whole point of the show in the beginning, and that's, you know, all this time later, that's still the point of the show. You know, I try my best to cater each episode to have myself talking about the comic and also having a co-host that also wants to talk about it. Like, you know, I've got Steve for various Batman things and other other things like this. Uh, JT mostly does the Batman Beyond stuff with me, and Ryan and I, and to a, another extent, uh, the the Fembots, Lady Wreck, Beatles Diva, and Hahi Prime do some a lot of the Transformers stuff, so Joe Reed and I do the T stuff. So the pull bag has something for everybody. And we're constantly expanding that. Um, so, who knows what's going to happen. Who knows? <sighs> Where can the people find you online, sir? Mostly on the Twitters, at SCP21. I am at TFU and Mike. You can follow at The Pullbag. Also follow at Geekcast Radio on Twitter. Look us up on Facebook. Go to geekcastradio.com. I should say, even though we're not announcing it or saying anything specific about it, the all-new geekcastradio.com because we launched a brand new website this month and uh, yeah make your great escape into comics we will catch you next time here inside the pull bag hello everyone this is Jason David Frank and you are listening from the command center Geekcast Radio Network